0: So you're reading from a script and suddenly you come across a quote. Usually you would use a quote in reported language, certainly in the UK. I know that in other countries, for example, the United States are more likely to say quote and unquote. Uh, We're more likely to say so-and-so said that and paraphrase or do it in a uh, third-person reported speech rather than use the actual quote. But very often they do come up, uh, not just in news bulletins and news programmes, but perhaps in a documentary or maybe e-learning or something like that. So yeah, we'll give you something like. That. And also, sometimes you do need a quote. So show you how to intonate a quote over the course of the next couple of three minutes. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Welcome. After that bit of a rambling introduction to today's episode of Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Video Voice. Yeah, it, it, it's rare, as I say, that you'll have a direct quote in a script, news or otherwise, but if you do, it indicates that the words must not be changed. Could be for a legal reason, for example. Here we go. He said he had absolutely and categorically no knowledge of the attack on his colleague. Or it may be to distance yourself, the reader, or your organisation, from the words you're about to say. And called the judge a complete cow. A quote may be in a script to make the line more dramatic or ironic than it would be had you used reported or third-person speech. So, compare how you might say these two almost identical sentences... Okay. He told the court he hadn't been in the bar at the time and was at home watching the season finale of Queer Eye. Or you could say, he told the court he hadn't been in the bar at the time and had been at home watching the season finale of Queer Eye. Yeah, you 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 you'll get a sense that that first one sounds a bit more. As I say, dramatic, ironic. You're 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 pointing people to this is a bit weird, yeah. You 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 you're asking people to read between the lines a little bit with your tone of voice, uh, rather than the second one when it's in reported speech or third person speech. You're playing it much more straight now. Depending on the organisation you're working for, what the context is, what the content is, you may be. Deciding on one of those kinds of styles rather than the other one. But note what we're doing ahead of those quote marks. We're doing a couple of different things. We're pausing slightly either side of the quote, and we're also raising the tone of our voice. I'm not saying we're raising the volume of the voice, but we're raising the tone of the voice, the pitch of the voice perhaps is a better way of putting that yeah and that's what you usually do you're highlighting that this is a quote so you could say certainly quote or unquote either end of it but this is another way of doing it so let me go back to one of those uh, previous examples for example here we go he said he had absolutely and categorically no knowledge of the attack on his colleague So it's a pause either side, you're raising up the tone, the pitch of those three words, absolutely and categorically. Or alternatively, you could say, he said he had, quote, absolutely and categorically, unquote, no knowledge of the attack on his colleague. Now, the quote and unquote business is quite good, and I quite like the quote, but usually you've got to balance it out with an unquote at the end. The problem is with that, that then you are... uh, Putting extra kind of unnecessary words in, um, you're, you're asking somebody else to do the to do the work of of realizing what those extra words are doing. Whereas really, you could and should arguably be doing that with the tone of voice. That's what this podcast series is all about: helping you to cut down on the words and help you uh, extend, promote your message, help communicate your message through. Your vocal actions with projection and pause and pace and tone and pitch and all the rest of it, all the way through. He said he had absolutely and categorically no knowledge of the attack on his colleague. I that kind of makes sense. Um, it's just a few more little tricks you can do with your voice when you're reading out loud. Tomorrow, um, yeah, we've got a bit of uh, bit of fun. Um, Rhyme Time is what I've called tomorrow's episode on Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Video Voice. From London, I'm Peter Stewart.